0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast.
1: Got places to be. Let's hurry.
0: How are you? I'm good. you got turkeys to buy and uh, this is just a reminder, if you haven't put your turkey in the fridge yet,
1: you might want to do that. That is a great tip. Because these stupid frozen turkeys and then you think about it like the day before and they tell you to defrost it in the refrigerator, it, the thing's never going to defrost no. in the refrigerator. Really,
0: you should have put it in there on like Sunday.
1: Well, you should have told me. I got to put it in there. Oh though. Yeah,
0: put the turkey, <laughs> take the turkey and put it in the fridge.
1: Thanks a lot.
0: Don't be one of those people that has to defrost it in the sink <laughs> with the water running through it for 15 hours.
1: Right. All right. Um, we just talked uh, yesterday about Jacques Lindsay's Hanger Bar getting some new uh, Christmas overlay they as a part of that overlay they also have some food items um let's see there's a few different ones i like the holiday caprice wreath it's vine ripened tomatoes heirloom cherry tomatoes fresh moots uh, basil and balsamic glaze and let's see oh the other fun one they have some deviled eggs but those don't even look good no um the ugly sweater bread super cute I mean, it's not cute, it's ugly, but
0: but it's it's a cute
1: idea. Cinnamon smear, brioche, and eggnog icing adorned with holiday light decorations.
0: Yes, Cheryl didn't want to mention the deviled eggs, but they're not just deviled eggs. They're C9 light deviled eggs, which are colored eggs with shrimp and tobiko caviar. They look yucky. They do.
1: And I like deviled eggs, don't get me wrong. And then they have Jingle Bell Pops, three dark chocolate truffles, crushed peppermint and peppermint syrup dipped in dark chocolate.
0: And if, like Cheryl, you enjoy uh, tipping one back every now and then, they've got some specialty drinks as well. Right. The Cinnamon Bells, which are Knob Creek, Fireball, Frangelico, Cinnamon Simple Syrup, Creamer garnished with a gold sugar rim.
1: Or the Santa Hat Mojito, Bacardi, Grenadine, Mint Leaves, Simple Syrup, Lemon, Lime, Foam garnished with the candy cane.
0: Jack's holiday nog made with Tito's handmade vodka, frangelico rumchata, vanilla creamer garnished with a red sugar rim, and the last one is Cheryl's favorite.
1: Yes, the white Christmas margarita, Rumchata, malibu, sausa, sauza, tequila, lime and white cranberry juices garnished with whole cranberries in and a green sugar rim. Uh,
0: that is a a a nice looking drink.
1: It is. It's very holiday themed. Um and over at Let's see, where is this, the Magic Kingdom? Magic Kingdom. Um, The Tron Light Cycle has reached a rather large milestone in its construction.
0: That's right. Hopefully these guys were not enjoying the margaritas over at the (laughs) Jock Lindsay's. But uh, the Tron Light Cycle run has laid its last piece of track. Um, While that does sound like it's exciting and it's near completion, uh, the ride will not be open until 2021, just in time for the 50th uh, celebration. Um, but it is progressing. They've started putting in some uh, some of the ceiling ceiling covered overhang. Part of the ride is outside but it is covered. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've started putting that up as well. And in order to celebrate uh, Disney's Imagineering, put together a little behind the scenes look uh, video. so we will post that video to our page.
1: Fun. Uh, and another bus wrap this time it is Cinderella. It's her coach being pulled by the uh, horses that used to be what mice. Mice, yep, yep. Yeah. So that's uh, nice, and the castle sort of off in the distance. It's uh, it's nice. It's the it's the carriage really, and there's a little you know peak of Cinderella sort of looking out the little window of her carriage.
0: Yeah, it is. It's it's not as whimsical as some of the other ones, but it's it's very pretty.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: Um, if you are a fan of Frozen, you can now get the Frozen Ever After playlist on Apple Music. Um, so uh, if you've got the app, head on over. You can uh, get it on Apple Music as well as in the Disney Parks Play app.
1: So in news that everyone is so sick of hearing about, Primeval World is now going to be open every day until January 4th.
0: But wait a second. I thought it's only going to be open from November 24th through December 1st. And then from December 22nd through January 4th. But no. No, it's not. They don't know what the hell they're doing with this no, ride. No, but
1: you know what makes me happy about this thing being open till January 4th? What's that? I don't have to talk about it again until after January 4th.
0: No, because you know what they're going to do? Gonna they're going to close it. They're going to change something. <laughs> It'll be like,
1: now it's down for four days. Um, let's see. For the holidays, they have some red sequin mini-ears that are coming out.
0: Well, not just red, but R-E-D-D, as in Red the Pirate. So they're red sequin mini ears, and I guess they're inspired by Red the Pirate.
1: I don't know. They just look like red sparkly ears to me. They do. Okay. Um, and also in Christmassy news, um, stay, make sure that you have your TV tuned on Thanksgiving night. Uh, they are going to be putting on at 8 p.m. the Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration.
0: Mm-hmm. And what channel should we uh, tune that to?
1: I'm guessing it's ABC.
0: You are correct. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, and we know some of the artists that are going to be featured, right? Sting and Shaggy.
0: Sting and Shaggy are on, and that's all because I forgot to, uh, look at the rest of it. But apparently... But I mean,
1: Sting and Shaggy just make it worth it just on their own.
0: Yes. Okay. Uh,
1: over at Hollywood Studios, there's some mystery construction going on. The film strip area, um, had the first bit of mystery construction, and now there is further mystery construction.
0: Right. There's some construction going on over behind the boat docks, uh which um, are kind of between like the Tower of Terror and a backstage area. Um, so construction walls have gone up. There's You can see a crane peeking through the trees. Nobody knows. These are two new construction areas that are segmented off, and nobody knows what's going on.
1: I mean, it could uh, just be behind-the-scenes cast member-type work that, you know, needed to be done. It Maybe could a be. new cast building or something like that.
0: It could be, but this is, it is back of house. They do have heavy equipment in, a crane. They've got some backhoes, uh, some lifts. So, all right. I'll, who knows? We'll
1: see, or we won't, because it'll be none of our business, because it'll be behind trees and never to be seen. Exactly. Okay, episode four of Imagineering is coming out on Friday, along with all the other um, next episodes of things that will be released on Friday. And this episode is called Hit or Miss.
0: That is right. Um, And it follows Michael Eisner's career after the passing of Frank Wells, which is how the third episode ended. Um, And this goes through also the period where the Disney Cruise Line was originated. So we're going to be into the 90s, the decade of the 90s.
1: Okay. Uh, And we also mentioned the Liberty Tree seating area being just about ready. Um, Further work along there, getting it Just about... I mean, really, they just need to take down the walls. It looks pretty much ready to go. They finished up the brickwork, um, but the construction walls are still up. So, staying tuned for that.
0: I would not be surprised to have them to see that open for the Thanksgiving.
1: That would be nice. That would be good. Um, And then in Star Wars news for the movie Rise of the Skywalker, there's a new uh, clip that was released on Good Morning America.
0: That's right. It's a, uh, I don't know, 25, 30 second clip of... uh, Finn, Rey, Poe, Chewie, R2, and BB-8 as they confront the new rocket troopers from the First Order.
1: All right. You right, going to put that up, so too? So we will
0: post that clip uh, to our group page as well.
1: Sounds good. And then there's some reports that there's going to be some construction coming to World Drive to accomplish um, better traffic movement.
0: Yeah. It's it's all centered around the Magic Kingdom area. Um Some of you may know who drive the area that they recently, within the past year, year and a half, redid the traffic pattern uh, into the Ticket and Transportation Center, into the parking. Um, But it was still kind of a pain to get over to the Grand Floridian. In the old days, you used to have to go through Ticket and Transportation Center, past the uh, the entrance to the Wilderness Lodge, the Contemporary, turn, you know, make that left turn past the Poly, and then eventually you get over to the Grand Floridian. Right. Uh, they're going to make the road that the Car Care Center is on, um, which is Floridian Way, that is going to become a two-way street. That used to be uh, the one way when you came out in the Car Care Center and the uh, gas station were on your right-hand side. Yep. The racetrack was on your left. Um, now it's going to be two-way traffic. So they're, they're playing with the traffic patterns again. Uh, but once again, this is to alleviate uh, the, the traffic flow into the Magic Kingdom area. Okay, it's going to be four new bridges, wider roads that will go with the uh, the new over you know, bypass, overpass, whatever you want to call it that they built recently. So, okay, um, it seems to be like a never-ending construction.
1: Good. Um, and let's see, Santa Claus is going to do a meet and greet he's well he's he's already doing some meet and greets but there's going to be a new one over at the magic kingdom in town square in the town square courtyard and that's going to be starting um on thanksgiving and he'll be there from 10 to 5 daily
0: and how long will that run through
1: through december 24th
0: excellent ho okay. ho, ho now that brings us to the end of our news today and as you guys know it's only about nine and a half minutes into the show So we've had a request from one of our listeners, Dawn, who asked about the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. So we thought we'd just drop a whole bunch of uh, Festival of the Arts information on you today.
1: Yeah. Um, So Dawn is going to be traveling during Festival of the Arts, which is taking place from January 17th to February 24th. Um, The Festival of the Arts celebrates art, entertainment, and food. So they get to make use of those culinary booths, which is, uh, which is good because that's one of the best things to me anyway about um, Epcot. So for culinary items, they do both those booths as well as seminars and workshops with pros. As of now, those seminars and workshops for the culinary items do not seem to be available yet. But if that's the thing that you're most looking forward to and the most excited about, um, you know, stay watching on the um, Disney page for those to pop up. And we'll try to keep an eye on those too to see if anything pops up for those to be booked.
0: Yeah, because that'll usually be a news story when they start to book those. Yeah. Um, it's usually on the Disney Parks blog. Yep. So we'll make mention of it. Um but uh, yeah, all they're telling us is check back later. I, I don't know when they expect people to plan for this since it's only two months away. I
1: know, right? Um and it, as for the culinary ones, there is nothing that's that's free. That's probably the closest to free is just being able to try some things in the booths for, you know, not too terribly much money. Um the big the biggest I feel like part of the festival is the performing arts section. So they are going to have various artists at at different locations and stages. These are just more like local artists, nobody that you would necessarily know. Um, The the biggest um, thing to look forward to, I think, is the Disney on Broadway concert series. So these have three performances a day and they are pairs of Broadway stars. So some of the Broadway stars, Um, Not all of them have been released yet, but as of now, there's uh, Carrie Butler, who is from Beauty and the Beast, and Kevin Massey from Tarzan. And then paired together are Meredith Inglesby from The Little Mermaid, and Steve Blanchard from Beauty and the Beast. The next pair is Ariel Jacobs and Adam Jacobs, both from Aladdin. Then Heidi Blickenstaff from Freaky Friday, and Gavin Lee from Mary Poppins. Also, Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins and Josh Strickland from Tarzan, and Kissy Simmons and Alton Fitzgerald White, both from The Lion King. So those concerts take place at 5:30, 6:45, and 8 p.m. each night. It's similar to the candlelight processional type of setup. Um, it's in that same theater.
0: And if you do go uh, to see one of those performances, you can take advantage of a um. Uh, Disney on Broadway concert series uh, dining plan,
1: right? Dining yes. package, mm-hmm.
0: and there are four restaurants that participate. And those restaurants are the Beer Garden, which is in the Germany Pavilion, the Coral Reef Restaurant, the Garden Grill Restaurant, and the Rosen Crown Dining Room, which is in the United Kingdom Pavilion.
1: Right. So if you're on the dining plan, um, if it's like the Candlelight Processional, which I assume it is, then those bookings will take two um, dining credits, um, table service dining credits. So a lot of times it might be better to just pay out of pocket for those. Uh, what? If,
0: go well, ahead. I was going to say, if you do pay out of pocket, uh, the beer garden for lunch and dinner, it's $57 for adults, $32 for kids. Coral Reef, $69 for adults, 22 for children. Uh, the Garden Grill has a breakfast option. Uh, breakfast is fifty-two dollars for adults, thirty-one for children. Lunch and dinner is sixty-five and thirty-nine respectively. And then the Rosen Crown lunch and dinner cost fifty-seven dollars for adults and twenty-two for kids. Um, dining packages are paid for at the individual restaurants. You have to be at least uh, two and a half hours before showtime. And you'll get a badge uh, that guarantees your seating in the American Gardens Theater.
1: So the nice thing about that, I don't know how busy these uh, concert series shows get for this. I mean, for Candlelight Processional, they can be mobbed depending upon who the people are. I don't know if the Broadway sh- um performers are quite as popular but if they are it's nice that you don't need to line up ahead of time you can get there you know 15 or 20 minutes before your show time and they have a, a section roped off for you that you can just go and find a seat in and there's there's plenty of seating right up until the show starts as long as you have the um the package uh let's see um some other um live performing items going on um there's going to be uh, acrobats They also will uh, have living statues and various live performance art, which I feel like that's kind of what acrobatics and living statues are, but who knows, maybe they can think of something else to throw in there. All right. Uh, There will be high school bands um, performing jazz and pop. And
0: And I think it's pretty cool. They have an option. It's called uh, Characters Off the Page. So when you go to visit Donald Duck in Mexico, he will have a self-portrait, which is inspired by Mexican artist Frida Kahlo. When you go to China to see Mulan, you will see a portrait of her, uh, which has been scorched onto traditional parchment by her family's guardian, Mushu the dragon. In the German Germany pavilion, you will see Snow White, uh, painted by Doc in the style of 19th century German Romanticism. If you visit France, you will see Aurora, um, done in a vibrant watercolor. W- watercolor style, uh, reminiscent of French Impressionism done by the fairies Flora and Meriwether. Uh, I don't know where Fauna was.
1: (laughs) She's not painting. She
0: doesn't paint. Um, Belle will have a uh, portrait of her done in a Parisian sketch style by her crafty father Maurice, and the United Kingdom Pavilion will have a portrait of Alice drawn by... I'm sorry, it's a portrait of the white rabbit drawn from memory in Alice's journals upon returning from her adventures in Wonderland.
1: All right. And that moves us over to some more of the visual arts type things. Um, There's going to be various galleries. Um, This is also the art that has the most free um, items. So all of the, any of the... Uh, seminars and workshops for culinary are paid ones. Um, There are also some paid ones for visual arts, but they have some workshops that are uh, free. Um, So I don't know what, what did they have? Did you, do you remember what they had for the free ones?
0: I don't. They have various
1: um, like animation Academy type, um, type things that you can do, um, if you're willing to pay, and these are open to sign up for now. So, um, if you're really interested in, you know, doing uh, a a workshop, um, they have for forty five dollars different ones. So, some of them are character sketching. They have ink and paint, three D paper crafting, storytelling. And doodling. Would you like to pay $45 to learn how to doodle?
0: And as well as the Animation 101 Flipbook Fundamentals. So Ah. if you'd like to doodle and flipbook for $45 a person, feel free. (laughs)
1: Um, All right. And then there's also, there's galleries throughout. There are photo ops where you can pose in historic paintings. Uh, There's festival marketplaces where you can purchase from artists. Um, They have a scavenger hunt called Figment's Brush with the Masters, a hands-on mural wall. I'm not totally sure what that is, but as I understand it, you get to actually draw or paint something on this wall. Um, And then there's just various featured exhibits. So if you're planning to go during this time, I think the best advice would be to know if you'd like to pay for anything. Um, if you would like to do one of these workshops, you look up your times during that are available during the time that you're there, choose it and get it booked. These things do book up. Um, the same thing if you're going to do the um, the dining package for the dinner uh, with for the Disney on Broadway concert series, you should try to book that well, well in advance of, of going. You can cancel these. I'm not sure what the cancellation is, but usually it's like the day before, so... Um, better to get it booked than to not have it be available when you decide that that you want to do it. Um, but yeah, there's not, this isn't quite as involved I think as some of the other festivals. So it's a little bit up in the air and a little bit more last minute. Yes. So yeah, I would just keep checking back and make sure that you don't miss when things open up. If there was something that you, you wanted.
0: Yes. But some, some fun things in addition to the festival, the arts, uh, that will be going on. Um, Epcot will be welcoming the new Beauty and the Beast sing-along in January in the France Pavilion. Fun. Uh, that is produced, is directed by Don Hahn, who is a producer of both the animated and live-action versions. Uh, Canada Far and Wide in Circle Vision 360 is the new Canada film.
1: Oh, I can't wait to see that.
0: And in Future World, the Land Pavilion will welcome a new film called Awesome Planet. Um, in addition, you can check out Epcot Forever, which is running through... May. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, running through some point in 2020, but it'll be yeah. after the Festival of the Arts is over. Right. So.
1: Yeah, easy to spend at least a full day in Epcot, if not two. I could probably, I could probably fill two days, especially if I'm stopping by all these culinary booths for a little snack here and there. Yes. Yeah. So, Don, I hope that this was helpful, and to everybody else who may be considering the Festival of the Arts, I hope it's helpful to you.
0: And if you weren't helpful and you tuned out already, well, then you just missed it.
1: (laughs) You can go back and listen to it again.
0: So until tomorrow on this very short holiday week, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.